know, uh, Most, mostly Cahoon actually. Yeah, this guy, he's a really good, he's got the snake wrist technique when he plays the Cahoon. <laughs> I can't describe it to you. Next time he plays the Cahoon, I'll make a video and we can post it on the Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. He does this with his hand as he goes for the strike on the Cahoon. Just on the cojones. On the cojones, yeah. Exactly. No, but then, yeah, sorry, go on. You're, so then from yeah. there, you decided to study abroad? Yeah. Or you work abroad? What was the mentality? Main thing was just to go there and work mostly. Mm. And then maybe just do like a diploma or something. Mm. And then just work, work, work. So you went there alone or went, went with the usual? Alone, alone, yeah. alone. Alone, you don't, single. You don't mention that. Single. Single man. Yeah. Single. Single. So you did not go to get a BA consultancy? No, Chijel <laughs> consultancy. Sorry, Chijel consultancy. Yeah. No, I did not. Okay, so you, you go to uh, Perth? Uh, no, Sydney. Sydney? Yeah, okay. No. Real place, right? No, I know. I know <laughs> one friend down there. Ugintash is MGH. I don't know if he's still down there. Anyways, so you went to Sydney? And then Canberra. Three oh, then years. Canberra. Yeah. So you were in Canberra majority of the time? Yeah. Oh, do you know Chimigam? Chimmy Kim. And there's, there's a lot of Bhutanese like things. That's like the most Bhutanese thing to do now. You go to Australia. Where did you live? Canberra. Oh, you know this person. Dendula, Dendula. Dendula. Okay, anyway, so you stayed in Sydney for a year? Or? Yeah, one year. Okay. One year. So now let's start from Sydney. So what happened? You go, you land in the land down under. Yeah. You see some kangaroos. You feel the, what, the uh, heat, is it? The dry Australian heat, is it? It was winter when I went there, though. So well, it was summertime, but. It's it was it was somewhere here. That's yeah. a weird way winter. to describe the yeah. women, but okay. Okay, so you went to Sydney. Then what happened? Um, well, just struggled a lot. Well, no, like let's go. Let's go to the details now. You said it in what kind of a uh, so you just can't degree? give us like one word answers. Yeah. You oh. have to explain why yeah. you struggled, well, how you struggled. This isn't high school, you know, where you just give one word answers. Oh yes, uh, yes. I stayed, <laughs> yes. stayed over at a relative's house because um, that's the thing to do if you went down there. If relative's some, house. What's that? Relative's house, like um, relative's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a place. Where's a relative's house? Yeah, I heard, I heard relatives, relatives. Yeah, okay, your so. brother's there, isn't he? Yeah, he's in Canberra, though. So, okay. but my course was uh, in Sydney, so I studied there for what one year. What did you year. study? Uh, Dude, let him like take a breath. Right. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Why? Sorry. Why did you study? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Making uh, you nervous. Studied uh, leadership management. Why did you study <laughs> leadership management? <laughs> It was the easiest so course to get. Diploma. Yeah, okay. there's a diploma on that. So when you're doing your orders, uh, first job? <laughs> My first job was a dishwasher. In what kind of uh, place? Restaurant? It was diner, like... Uh, no, randomly, it's just like washing dishes on the street. It was like a chicken. It's sold, it sold chicken. Okay, so how did like you... Like real chicken and stuff. How like did you that. end up getting this job? You applied or you someone... Applied, uh, applied. No. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, how does that work? One, apply for a job in uh, Australia. You get newspaper, internet. Internet, Facebook. internet. So like just type like in jobs in my, <laughs> in my local area. Yeah. Now, they have this app called Gumtree, mm. where it's basically like eBay or something like that. So that finds you jobs in your area. Yeah. And Gumtree finds you girls in your area. Yes. Hot single ladies. <laughs> Hot single there's females actually, in There's your actually area. A, a version of Gumtree that you can use and you can find girls also. Gumtree. Gumtree. <laughs> what the fuck is this tree about, baby? It keeps leaking with... <laughs> It's a sap. <laughs> Yikes, man. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, go on. So you were dishwashing. So you yeah, that was my first job. And then, yeah, slowly you just move up places. Mm. <laughs> Started working in a cafe. Mm. Start, learned how to make coffees and stuff. But you did not know how to make a coffee? No, like the actual machine. Do you have to learn it and then go apply for the job or do you apply for the job and they train you? 
Really? They apply for the job and they train you. But how do they like? Okay, you look okay to train. Like, they stick like that or what? No man, it's just they awesome. are they're in need, right? And then they they pay bring you. a kangaroo and then the kangaroo smells <laughs> you. If you're worthy, it takes you. If it's not, it kicks you in the chest. <laughs> you have you have been chosen. <laughs> the kangaroo is ahead. Given now. You have to know how to ride a kangaroo, then you oh, get the job. Okay. <coughs> license, hey, this yeah. is not your driving license. It's a kangaroo license, sir. Are you trying to fool us? <coughs> well, put it back in your pocket. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Australia, <laughs> come for the country. Our perception of Australia is such a stereotypical. <laughs> okay. <coughs> you go there and you dare like, say, here's your coffee. You call that a coffee? That's not a coffee. This is a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, coffee. Cafe, yeah. Now yeah. we won't interrupt you, so go on. I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you worked as a barista. You uh, had yeah. You'll be trained once you've applied. Yeah, but it was really hard to get a job for like first six, seven months. So you had no job for six, seven months? No, no. You know? Yeah. It was hard to, to get a job. Yeah, I had to apply for like 200, 300 jobs and then... Oh, like shit. Just applying, applying, applying. And if you're lucky, you get one. So how did you end up getting one then? Luckily. Like how they just called uh, you? Yeah, they just called me. It was like a really low end, like dishwashing job that mm. I first got. The pay was fourteen dollars. Is that good? An that's hour? Su- super bad. Super an bad. Hour? Super bad. Yeah. An oh, yeah, hour. that's super bad. Yeah. I think Australia so, is actually known for being one of the best minimum wage. No, but yeah. What's so, it in Sydney? They were like a standard. Uh, at least twenty twenty two. Oh, so it's good. bad. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, so you just wash dishes. Yeah, just washing dishes <laughs> for like I'm a, I'm a six hours. hours. Straight, not straight out. So, yeah. no. so I mean, you have like 30, 30 minutes break or something yeah. like that. Okay. That's it. So you used it there for a couple of months? Yeah, I did that for at least one, two months. Oh. Then I got another job and then slowly. So the minimum wage yeah. per hour in Australia, the average is... No, not hours. Australia, check it by no. state. No. no, no, in Australia, the average. Um, the current national minimum minimum wage from 1st July 2022 mm. is $21.38 oh, that's, per that's, hour. That's pretty mm. good, man. Now let's see what's America's. Anyway, go on, please talk. I will, I will I mean, just they, research guys. I mean, being an immigrant out there, it's really hard to find jobs. Mm. I mean, because most of the jobs are taken by, you know, like Australians and mm. stuff like that. Like you can't apply for McDonald's or something like that. It's really hard to get. Oh, really? So, yeah, you have to, like, apply for, like, you know, So like how do people, one, how does one get a job at McDonald's there? Through, um, through connection or like you connection? You sleep with yeah. one who works there. Yeah, this friend is the manager. Works there. My friend wants to work. Can something. I introduce him? Yeah, to something like that. Yeah, okay, okay. So if you have connections, it's much more easier yeah. to get a job. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's pay better or? 18 to 20. That's still yeah. not that great. Yeah, yeah, it's better than I mean, America. Mostly yeah. like, I mean, uh, mostly like high school students and like oh. first year college students, they work yeah, in McDonald's. Okay, yeah. okay so finally, you, you work as a, the, in the, the cafe. Cafe, so yeah. This is the longest job? Yep. Yeah. So you um, for a couple then of months? After, yeah, a couple of months. And then I worked in a food packaging factory. Food packaging factory. Yeah, so basically in a refrigerated environment. Okay. And then food comes and <laughs> food comes. <laughs> so you pack it up. And then, yeah, you just pack it up in boxes and then um, this supermarket needs this much, this supermarket needs this much. So mm. you dispatch it. Okay. And then send it and then the delivery team. So this paid better than all the other jobs? Um, I mean, it, it was like uh, $20. But I, but I used to work forty hours a week, so illegally. So they give you, so they give you better. They, they, they give you <laughs> very good, very good. Now, now, now the Australians were all watching. So, 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 so they give you good hours. Yeah, they gave me good hours. So but that's how you do the job. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was. Oh, by the way, the minimum wage rate in America, according to Google, is seven dollars twenty-five cents. Yeah. But, no, but you get paid by tips, no? 
Mm. No, this is like we're not talking about waiters here in most general. <coughs> Still tipping service. I whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been to America. So yeah. sure. Anyway, so friends in America who are living illegally, let us know. <laughs> By that we mean ninety-five percent of all. <laughs> all the immigrants are there. Ula Blakey, we're looking at you. We're looking at you. <laughs> Send us some doma dollars, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Kislo. Then, uh, so 40 hours a week, you're studying simultaneously at the yeah, time, how so, did you manage that? Then? I mean, I used to work the whole night and then go to college the next day, okay. without so any sleep. Night shift. Night shift paying $20, isn't that kind of, they should be paying more for that? Yeah, like overtime and stuff, but I mean, like I said, I mean, it was, it was, you know. So how many hours, uh, 40 hours, how many days a week? It's like 10 hours, shifts 4 days uh, a week? Uh, no. Sometimes I have to do like 16 hours a day or something, but yeah, mostly I have to do like 3 to 4 shifts in a week. Oh, okay, so you get the 3-4 days off. Do you, do you I mean, three, four days college. And then maybe I used to get like Sunday or Monday off. Okay, one day off. One day off. But days. I mean, that also, you know, like assignments and everything. So. Okay. So yeah, basically seven days a week, you have no rest. So hectic, huh? Too hectic. But you can be good to save them because you're be constantly busy. You don't have time to save, spend money. No, nah, man, the money goes like... What, for the fees? <laughs> drugs, rent, drugs as well. Drugs, prostitutes. Prost, yeah. yeah okay. Not prostitutes. Those kangaroo boys <laughs> look really hot in their negligees. <laughs> Gambling, casinos, more. Mm-hmm. I went to a couple of casinos, but yeah. That's where you went to kangaroos. That's I only kangaroos. went there because the beer and all was cheap. You mm. can get like five dollars. You went to a casino to drink beer. Drink beers, yeah. And watch sports. Because they have like Yeah, he's lying. You can, you, can, you, can, you can bet on sports or snow. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's why it's it's Australia's meant for me. <laughs> I should go ahead. <laughs> Just for the casinos there. Just for the casinos. Come for the koala, stay for the casino. <laughs> <laughs> Koala casino. Oh my god, the best two best things in the world, man. But yeah, so but why come back there? Uh, you know, how long after you finished your yeah. studies? Yeah. So I was You stayed there for a bit? Yeah, I did. I stayed there for two more years. Mm-hmm. I could extend it. Mm-hmm. My visa. Because so you then, part-time then? No, then I could work full time after that. Okay, so full time is forty hours? Yeah. So, so then I moved to Canberra. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was doing all so my course. So you did the studies in Sydney, Sydney and you went to Canberra. Year, but to I shifted my course to Canberra okay. because I wanted to, you know, move with my brother and everything. Okay. And then when I went to Canberra, things started looking a bit nice, mm. a bit good. Got a really good job at uh, the airport, mm. Qantas lounges, mm. like Qantas Airlines and stuff. Mm. So I worked there for three years. What kind of job? What was the job? Thank uh, you, come again. <laughs> Thank you, come again. <laughs> I, I just need one offensive joke. You took it to like a whole other level. I apologize. All right, go on. Yes, contest audience. Yeah, so I worked as a food and beverage attendant. Mm. So yeah, basically doing bartending jobs, barista and all. So thank you, drink again. In the yeah, and <laughs> everything the, is everything is free. Lounge, yeah. yeah, so everything is free. Yeah. So but you guys can you can get high on your own supply, man. I mean, we can. I mean, uh, there was unlimited food and drinks for us. Oh, okay. We can eat anything. We so can you drink. can save money. Not, not the alcohol stuff. What the but boss don't see doesn't hurt the boss, yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes you sip one or two, you know, okay. when it's a busy day. It's it's alright. Okay. <laughs> so you can like save money on on food, food and everything. Oh, yeah. All of so it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And then worked as a supervisor for one year too. Oh, good. The same place. So then, uh, see, so things were looking bright in, in Canberra. Yeah, but still you it wasn't enough <laughs> to work another enough. job also again. Oh, so you're working two jobs. Yeah. So you're working on that, that full-time job and then on the weekends no, no, you're working another job. Another job, yeah. So what what was consuming the majority of your income then? Yeah. Um, what, do you think it's not enough? What is not enough? Rent, I mean, stuff here and there. Plus I enjoyed a lot. What is the like minimum 
rent in a house? Let's say like um, Canberra and all. Depends. The average, like a good, like not a even good? like not even the best, like maybe like two hundred, two hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's like a thousand or month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. So um, you need to be earning what like five x amount of that in order to kind of sustain, sustain, sustain yeah. more. <clears throat> so, so what do you mean you're having fun? Of the you're spending a lot on entertainment, not. Yeah, I mean, I used to just go, go out, yeah, go out, out, hang out in pubs and pubs parks and, and, and buy some, some museums stuff, and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Take pictures. So then, yeah. then if, you, if things were looking, in terms of income-wise, was looking good for you, why did you not like either stay longer or why did you choose to come back? Uh, I just, uh, I always had made up my mind that after four or five years, I'll come back. Mm. Yeah. Didn't want to stay there. So you were like, okay, this is the thing and then by this time, I'm going to come, come back. back yeah. okay. So when you so what did you think like okay I'm gonna go back to Bhutan and do what? Um, I don't know. Just relax for three four months and then see how things happen. And how long has it been since you got back? Three months. <laughs> so yeah, now, now I'm starting to think about doing something or something. No. Yeah. Okay. Plus I have a serious back injury too, so I'm doing physiotherapy. Okay. What, Yo, happened, to your back? what, what happened to your back? Which uh, kangaroo was it? <laughs> no, it was a koala. It was a lot of kangaroos, man. <laughs> it was into the koala shit. That's why he got deported. He's like, oh, bestiality. Mm. Send him back to where he belongs. So he has chlamydia then? Yeah. Okay. Kangaroo and chlamydia. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> koala media. Sorry, go on. Uh, <laughs> keep interrupting me with stupid jokes. <laughs> okay, what happened to your back? I got some um, uh, nerve problems. Basically, was this like uh, genetic? No, no, no. I, oh, injured, yeah, I injured working at that food packaging factory. Oh, what the fuck did you do down there? There's no forklifts, sort. <laughs> no, we didn't get any training and stuff. So I was just becoming like. Like, what do you do? You were like. Picking <laughs> I can just like, just like. They just like crushed everyone in one room. What you, Don't kill what yourself. You, what are you picking things up and Yeah, I was, I, was, I was carrying this pallet that was over 120 kg all by myself and just Why? dragging it. How? I mean, I always did, did, it. Always always did it. it. How are you carrying it without like? No, I was just, kg there. just pick it up. Did and you drag lift it. with your back or did you lift with your legs? Kadulo, at that it's, moment, it's a bag. It's, it's, it's a hundred twenty kg bag. Yeah. No, no, it's a pallet. Pallet? What is a pallet? Pallet is something that you pile the boxes on, and then the forklift lifts it and takes it over. Oh, that. So how are you able box, to? Like, that, how are you able to like retain the one twenty kg? I mean, you just pick it up and then you drag it with you. So you can do it. Yeah, so I mean, everybody. So after a long, after a few pellets, you decided to fuck up your back. What you don't no, understand no, no, no. is one day it one, went wrong. What you don't understand is Ujala identifies as a forklift. Okay. <laughs> so he's the forklift we're yeah, talking about. That is no, I mean, it was a it was a stupid thing to do, but I did it anyway. So one day it went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Just when I was trying to keep the pallet down, uh, my back went with it. Oh. Did you hear anything? Yeah. Just a small. So you, Are you sure pain. you don't have like a slip disc or something? Yeah. So you you, you you damaged your disc or some nerves? Shit. Yeah, dicks and then dicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dicks. A lot of dicks. <laughs> you you damaged your dicks. <laughs> and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right your that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did your dicks. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, shits happened, and then I didn't. And you went to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, um, went to the hospital, did all the MRI and CT scan and stuff. What did they say? Yeah, basically, um, two of my lower dicks on L4 and L5 has come out. And then it's hitting the nerves. Ah, so, so you, did you have to like surgery? I mean, they asked me to do physiotherapy. Oh. Surgery is like not really recommended. Oh. So yeah, I have like pain all over my body. Right now also? Yeah, a little bit. But I'm getting better. So how long this. has this injury been? 
Uh, it's been like three years now, yeah. Oh, okay. living with it now. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it'll so be with me for the rest of my life. By the way, no, so, la- there's no way of like fixing your posture oh, yeah. or your no, not pain. One hundred, no, not one hundred percent. But I, I have to do like exercises every now and then and oh, just keep fit. The yeah. the episode title will be I know it was stupid but I still did it. <laughs> no, Australia. <laughs> I'm not as wonderful as you think. Uh, yeah. I came back with separated dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the human forklift. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. So. Side point number Was there a part to play coming back also, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge part. I, I mean, mean, when you're sitting in a plane for like hours, just with limited motion, your back is definitely going to... Fuck up, yeah. Mm. yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, now let's... Now, what are some misconceptions about people who go... Bhutanese who go to Australia? And we all don't wear Uniqlo jackets and sketches. Misconceptions. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what, what 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 have you guys said? No, I don't know. Like we just know that people work there as a, maybe the stereotype is. Uh, I think most yeah cleaning a lot of yeah people yeah do they do it because. Um, well, why did you dabble into the cleaning? He's dirty. Ah, he couldn't clean himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went through a different bar, like okay. hospitality and stuff. Oh. But yeah, I mean a lot lot of Bhutanis out there do do like cleaning contracts and stuff. They pay as well, what? Yeah, they pay good. Yeah, mm. Pays pretty good, mm. and then they get like a contract, and um, they work for like three, four hours, and then just clean like office apartments and um, like malls and stuff. Or Wait, stuff they like clean that. malls? Yeah, they do. Wow, that's yeah, like a lot of thing. cleaning. Yeah, but I think I couldn't do it also because I'm also a tall chap, leaning room my back in the long run. I can't clean also. Can't see yeah. shit. Well, what can you do, Kinley? Huh? What can you? Well, Your wife. As, as an employee, huh? Your wife. Huh? That was last night, Kinley. You did, my wife. My children were not happy when to see that. Shout out to. <laughs> no, but then, so the reason I say this is, I cleaned my house before my wife came home, right? Uh-huh. From when she before she came home for this holiday. But she already came. Shut up. <laughs> Afterwards, and then. What happened was, I did clean to my best ability. Mm. <laughs> as soon as he enter, Tenzin walks into the house. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't do a good job, did I? No, the, I, I'm going to have to clean all over again. <laughs> wow. That, that's so you can see a child. Yeah, just, just, just leave the cleaning. No, and then, no, don't say that. Don't say it like that. Rephrase that, please. <laughs> you <laughs> will. <laughs> you <laughs> will. The try was there. No, but here's the thing. So, I'm telling her, lie down with rest. No, then she's like, she's just resting and she goes, Nope, can't do it. The house is too dirty. My mind won't let me. She's like, folds her sleeves up, gets to work. Yes. I'm just like, oh. oh. Does she have a bit of OCD? Yeah. Mama, if she, if she, if she yeah. chose a path to go to Australia and do the cleaning job. Oh, oh trust me, she, she would make God. like $30 an hour. She would easily. She would do well more. Yeah. But yeah. she would be rolling the paper. If I ever went to Australia, I don't know. I don't think I would have, I, I don't think I have any work that I can do. <laughs> you can do, do my exams. Telemarketing. You can do recruitment. Mm. You can do what? Uh, kangaroo horse. Even more. She, you, you, what kind of part times would you do because of ailments? No. No, but apparently. Uh, no, they have like lots ex- of jobs. No, exactly. So the button presser. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Just uh, every ten minutes, just press this button. Don't ask us what this button does. Kinda, you kill twenty kids. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with you? Every every ten seconds, I'm pressing a button, and uh, a violent crimes inmate in some jail in Australia is getting shocked to death. <laughs> 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 
Even the immigrants are doing their job. You killed my father. He was ex- electrocuted mildly for 24 hours. I didn't know. <laughs> Did. No, but then like, so in Australia, from a lot of my friends who are Australian, so they were telling me like, accessibility is really good because they really stress about equality and equity there. Mm. So it's not just like, you know, only able-bodied or people who don't have disabilities should work. It's like they will cater your work according to how your disability, disability is. is. Okay. Yeah. So, Mr. Kinley, you are blind. You will be commentating on this cricket match. That was uh, a great ball. He hasn't hit yet. Today. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a great ball. <laughs> oh, that was a six. They have leprosy. They one of those white things. Oh, oh, oh! That's my jizz on the screen. Why would you? How did it get there? That's the question. Hey, cricket is a very aerobic <laughs> sport. Those guys dressed in those thick pads. Look at those face w- shields. Look at those handling wickets. giant wood. Wickets. Look at those wickets. Dickets. <laughs> so many wood. Yeah. But anyway, back to you, sir. Yeah. Where were we? We lost track again. God damn. Okay, so Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Yeah, misconceptions about. Yeah, that. there we go. So yeah. yeah. So anything you can say? Share. I'm- How's the KFC down there? Because I believe that KFC. No, he wasn't actually necessarily in Perth, but more. He was mm. in Canberra. So what is the difference wide in terms of Perth? Canberra, Canberra. is a bit more chilled, a bit more calm. It's a more Canberra is. It's a small city. Yeah, exactly. They have the like capital. Three hundred to four hundred thousand population. Not much. So Perth is like a couple of million, two million. Yeah, I think lots. Perth is like Perth eight, is eight Perth to is 10 like, yeah probably. Yeah. How how's the Bhutanese population in Canberra? Um, slowly growing. I think there's like around at least at least one thousand, two thousand people. So the many, thing is thousand. in not that many. Not yeah. Canberra, all my cousins everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like same commute and stuff like that, like bus yeah. and trains and stuff. How do you know they're Bhutanese? If you don't know them like, initially, they are always talking, man, on the phone. Always talking. Always yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, they always on WeChat. Yeah, always on like. Ah, kuzu, kuzu, Australia le, Canberra le. So like, even like, how's that? Because uh, when I was living in Japan, it's very rude to talk on the phone when you're in the train. Uh, Oh man, they 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 do it in Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. use a shit. No. Like, yeah, I was talking in crikey, mate. The alligator came out of nowhere. Uh, it's not the Aussies that actually talk. It's the, the Bogans. Yeah, who's the Bogans? The Bogans Red, are rednecks, rednecks, rednecks of Australia. Yeah. It's like the hillbillies in America. Mm. Basically, okay. when and, I found that, and, and I should be a people, Nepali people, yeah. and they talk a lot on the phone. So what's the what's the biggest <laughs> self hate? <laughs> what is it? The self hate man. It's like trying to have a quiet time on the bus and then just go blah 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 blah. He can, can, like, oh. can play the Bhutanese card. When that happens, no, I'm Bhutanese. And when he needs to be Nepali, he can be I'm Nepali. Yeah. You can. That's one. Yeah, I'm know. Tibetan when I need to be Tibetan. You can speak Bengal. Huh? They don't need. They don't need to know that, do they? <laughs> <laughs> when Japanese. when Noko and I were in Calcutta, we used to speak deliberately in Zonga on the bus, and everyone thought we were Chinese. But I also Swiss one deliberately speaks on other way. It's easier to communicate within two people. Yeah, no, but then we used to do it purposely as loudly as we could on the bus uh, so that everyone thought we were Chinese. When, when, when I was in college, my friend just comes to me, in public, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, nah, they came with the bros. <laughs> you know. Canberra and actually, um, so a lot of Bhutanese seem to go to Perth, no? Because it's like, rich, rich, rich. Yeah, and it's also a much more happening city. City. Yeah. Plus, I mean, most of the population are down there, so mm. it's helpful. So, okay. So let's <coughs> stick to Canberra first, okay? So mm. it's more chill. So more... Chill capital. So what about in terms of work? 
it's um, an op- opportunity wage what's the difference it's a little bit difficult to get one in Canada but yeah but once you once you get one it's a really good one mm. so well so quality mm. because quality like, is less yeah oh, okay and like lots of government officials and stuff so yeah. it's like all high end jobs oh because it is the administrative hub of the whole country so okay. you will it will have more while as both is what more of what metropolitan Well, Western Australia is it's in its own world. It's oh, like their their own their own shit. Because they yeah, don't actually we, mingle with the Eastern. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we I forget that Australia is so big, no. Mm. So how how what's the distance distance between <clears throat> Canberra and Perth? Four kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> but but on a fat one, you can get there in two hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it will take at least five hours in a flight. Oh, quite far. Yeah, Sydney. <laughs> like my so my wife. right now as we're speaking she just landed in sydney yeah mm-hmm. and if i'm not mistaken tomorrow she will do a turnaround trip no <laughs> you asshole <laughs> she'll do a turnaround you hesitated no yeah yeah that kind of threw me off but anyway she will do a turnaround trip to canberra you turn around then to sydney yeah and then and then the gangbang will be oh. done yes even like sydney the gangbang <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Tenzin. <laughs> But you married me so this you, you know this is happening. <laughs> Gangbang. Okay. So again we lost track again. Uh, so okay. uh, it takes like one hour between Sydney and Canberra even yeah. if like mm, because so you get into the Sydney air, airspace. The runways are all like packed and stuff. Okay. So they just circle the airfield. <laughs> and then they finally land. What is the biggest population of immigrants in Canberra? Mostly Kingpas. Not Bhutanese only. No, I should know because my cousins are all <laughs> population like they like, let's say like majority of immigrants in uh Perth let's say is Chinese so what do you say oh in Canberra mostly I would say it's pretty mixed actually yeah. but um mostly Asians like Chinese 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 I think if you go by process of general population and countries and then the largest population yeah Chinese Indians and then Nepali Nepal is gather do more in Japan there are so many yeah. In Indians to say Gatia Dute is the same. In, in Japan, hard to believe there are not many Indians. In not Sydney, many. I think I heard that one in five population is actually actually a Nepali. In Sydney, yeah. Wow, so twenty-five percent, huh? Yeah, lots of people. One in five. That's not twenty-five percent. I mean, you see Nepali everywhere. Yeah, They have their own, own suburbs and stuff now, mm. so it's like filled. Mm. If you go to like Rockdale or Auburn or stuff like that in Sydney, mm. filled with Nepalis. Okay, okay. Everyone's just blasting people chitri through their speaker. <laughs> like Pani, Pauri, Osara. Ah, I'm in Nepal town now. Why? Well, but why is it does uh, Perth have a more of a higher wage rate than other places in Australia? That I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't know. I mean, it depends, right? I guess. I mean, okay, I shall find that out. Let's find out more. You can research. Okay, another question. Ah, uh, there's this. Believe that. I've yeah, make the guy who can't see do the research. You fuck. Who went to who people Buddhists go to Australia? Uh-huh. They tend to change. I heard this conception like they like you know <laughs> change. like they change, like, transform, transform, transform. Metamorphosis. The part of that they become like a little bit like they they <laughs> they become gay. Yeah. Can I can I finish my sentence, man? <laughs> so <laughs> hello. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay. So, like I've heard that uh, the community becomes like a little bit toxic. I've heard the Bhutanese community like they like I've heard they bitch about each other. A few uh, occasions that they, I don't want to mingle with Bhutanese. Mm. Most Bhutanese we go to talk to Australia. They become all money minded and they try to push people down. Mm. So, do you agree or disagree with that? I guess at to certain points. Mm. But I mean, I never really hang out with the Bhutanese crowd. No. Who was your gang? 
The Nazis. Nazis, the Chilip Nazis. The Chilip Nazis, yeah. Chilips and all, like multicultural people. Mostly, I had I had lots of yeah workplace people. Mostly, I had Kiwi friends, Aussie friends, and some Asian friends. She didn't. I don't think they like to be called Kiwis. Dicks. Sorry. Nah, just Kiwis. So you didn't really mingle with the Burmese community very much. Not much, no. How about in the gatherings? Did you go? No, never. You never go. Never. You, you're that type. Yeah, I just avoided it. So you got the wrong. Sorry. Sorry. You got the wrong. Burmese went to Australia. Kill it. What's wrong with you? It was last minute. Budget mini. That's the problem. Yeah. Truly last minute. Okay. Now I got no more to ask about Australia. Kill it. Let's talk about some other things then. No, but then like um, you always say something about Australia. It reminded me of something. No fuck. You mean you'll talk? I'll try to think. Remember it. No, let's look at you. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, go on. People do change when they go out there. I guess. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember once yeah. I was um so I was at Mojo, uh-huh. and this guy there was this Burmese guy who threw me off in a real like he really threw me off because so I was talking to an Indian lawyer. Okay. The the guy really liked metal and we were talking about metal. And we were smoking. Okay. And I had my top knot you know, that time, mm-hmm. so the Austri- the Bhutanese guy thought mm-hmm. I was Japanese. Oh, you always get this vibe, or why? I don't know. It's uh, probably the thing. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, and then the Bhutanese guy comes up and he goes, "Excuse me, do you have a lighter?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I do." And then he goes, "Oh, thank you so much." And then he goes, "Where are you from?" To me, uh-huh. and I said, "No, I'm a Dupio." No, and then he goes, "Eh, eh, I used to be Dup." He tells me, "I used to be Dup." I used to be Dup, and then I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and then he goes, "No, no, I'm Australian, a PR top chiba." Uh, and then I remember just thinking so he's flexing the PR yeah but then I was like it still doesn't mean you're not dope you're still dope mm-hmm. but that just kind maybe of maybe like, he's taking the context of CIT no but PR is still your Buddhist yeah, yeah, PR is just permanent residence uh-huh. it doesn't mean that you have gotten citizenship but uh-huh. I will never forget how that threw me even the Indian lawyer beside me was like did he just say what I think he said <laughs> and I was like I think he, he, he knew what dope meant what yeah, he knew. He said, "I am not Bhutanese. I used to be Bhutanese." Oh, he said Bhutanese only. Oh, okay. because we were speaking in English for the sake of the Indian friend. Thing. Okay. So he was saying, "I used to be Bhutanese, but I recently got my PR in Australia." Okay. And I was like, "No, but that still makes you Bhutanese. It doesn't." So I mean, you say? can say you're a Bhutanese who has PR in Australia, but. Okay. So what did he say? No, man. He was just like, "No, no, no. I'm going to live in Australia and all that." I was like, "Okay, okay. dude. Like, okay, so weird way to flex that at yeah, me, but I mean, of course, you're free. I, by all means, I'm not saying you y'all can't do that, but." That, it was just a very weird moment <coughs> for me at that thing. <coughs> oh, that's not nothing worth flexing, yeah? Who gives a shit? Okay, you're living in another country and working your... No, I mean, no, I understand it's very difficult to get PR. It is a long and a very lengthy process, mm. by all means, yes. But at the same time, I think you're leaving your country, but this is where your roots are. Mm. Bango! <laughs> just, just went, I don't even know what that was, but yeah, no, but like that, it just, that, 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 that conversation, that interaction to this day, it still weirds me out that that guy just came up and without me. Ah, you can, you can tell that that guy was not very educated if he wanted to see something like that. He just wanted to flex. Maybe he was drunk. Probably, you know, he was sober as hell. Maybe he just, just wanted, wanted to, to show off. No, no, it's just a flex. Where's the beach, man? I think it's over there. I think it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, it was over there. Today, it was, oh, stretch, stretch, stretch. Yeah, it's up to- <laughs> <laughs> No, once this guy, so we were speaking of Australia and Germany and all that stuff. Mm. So we were in Milliways once, mm. and then he brought this German woman. 
Friend. Randomly. No, no. Hey, the No, he was. You a, still remember that? He was. She was a Damn, friend. Man. And then he was going to. He was going to cook her Bhutanese food. Mm. And then I was saying, "Where's Ujjal?" And then they're like, "Oh, he's in the kitchen." Mm. And I was like, "Who's with him?" And like, the, the German lady. And I was like, "Oh crap! There's an oven in there." <laughs> <laughs> Starting to withdraw. I mean, by all means, though, no, uh, it's just a very dark. I, I, I actually burned the dishes. <laughs> and, and he said, Lord, yeah. Slow. Uh, how are you? I'm fine. What about you? No, 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 what about you? What about you? You? Not you. <laughs> oh, but that woman is really nice. It's just that I had to, that joke, just as soon as I heard he's in the kitchen with the German lady, my head immediately went. There's an oven in there. <laughs> okay, this is a good segue. Right now, I was watching Bill Burr's uh, comedy special Ooh, on things, love uh, that, Netflix. Yeah. So he was talking about all these uh, men who get cancelled after they die. I'm sorry, Sai. Can we... Um, for those of you who don't like to watch the video on YouTube, please check out the Google Podcast and Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you just want to listen to the podcast. Why are you, why, why interrupting me mid-sentence and you remembered that? Huh? How did you remember that? I, I remember that I'm supposed to say that at the start of the show. Okay. Well, well, that was 30 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so... No, not 30 okay. minutes. Not 30 40 minutes. minutes. No, no, it wasn't 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Bill so, Burr talking so, about men getting cancelled. So, the bald guy. Yeah. The, the mad, angry Irish guy. You kind of look like Andrew Tate, by the way. Sorry, go on. Yeah, you're right. You know, Imbe, yeah. Take off the hat. Okay, anyways, again, we're losing track. So in this special, he talks about uh, all these uh, famous uh, white men who die and then they get cancelled after they die. Like for instance, uh, Sean Connery, they're trying to cancel him because... Uh, he said that it's okay to beat women. Uh, he didn't say it's okay to beat women. No, he said it's okay to slap, slap them once, once in a while. while. So he got... He, he I got, still don't got, agree got, with that. A lot though. of backlash. Mm. So Bill Burr was talking about the context that he grew up in 1930s where that was okay. Even if it's not okay today, you can understand that it's from his time. And he didn't mean that I beat women. Mm. He just said like, like during those times, there were like 1930s movies like where women were like, ah, ah, like snap out of it! You know? <laughs> there's like ear bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so it was perfectly normal for his time. Yeah, yeah. But it's still this, he doesn't condone it, but then he gets, he, they get cancelled after they die. No? Mm. But then these people who are cancelling them is basically the work culture more. And then they like boring work culture, which is actually a word borrowed from the black people again, mm-hmm. but they don't care about that. <laughs> but they don't can they don't cancel female people equally, let's say. So there's uh, Coco Chanel, you know Coco Chanel, very famous no? mm-hmm. uh, designer. This is, dude, it's Coco Chanel. Okay, Coco Chanel. Mm-hmm. So Coco Chanel was a very famous, I forgot now, is she a designer or designer or, Chanel, Chanel. or perfume supplier? <laughs> Chanel is a, yeah, it's a perfume. Okay. 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 But I, it's also, I don't know. So I think she's, okay, we are not educated in the field. <laughs> of, you guys talk, I forgot. Okay, <laughs> Jamie, look it up. Okay, look, I'm looking me. it up. Okay, I think Coco Chanel was a designer, like 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 Versace and everybody else. Let me, let's, let's confirm that, let's not... That's not real. But there's something about her I'll tell you once we get to what she did when she was... She was a uh, French fashion, fashion designer and businesswoman. Okay, so she had lots of... Like, the founder very... and okay, the sake of the Chanel brand. Channel, Channel, Channel brand. brand. Channel so brand. she had a lot of... She was credited in the... <laughs> <laughs> so she, she owned a lot of uh, fashion stores. Mm. She was doing really well. But then, 1945, Nazis attacked. Okay. And then she became a Nazi sympathizer. In the post World War One oh. era, with <laughs> yeah, she became a World War One Nazi sympathizer. So she became a Nazi sympathizer, the, yeah. and she even actually to a point she was dating a 
member of the Nazis when mm. because it was safer for her also like benefits like that she can like these people are taking over their country and then better to be yeah you're laying down, down, you know, you're laying down roots mm. yeah. you're, 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 she's, she's just surviving so so basically no, but she was sympathizing Bill Burr is saying that you know people a man when you're cancelling no we don't cancel equally even when you cancel in that fashion and then Coco Chanel like we we know her for the longest time but then people there's a whole Wikipedia like a section about her being a Nazi sympathizer mm-hmm. but we don't focus on that <clears throat> but then when it comes to men like even Sean Connery just saying that just to smack a woman a few times no she he gets spotlighted lower they which is not cancel, correct also we, we have to I think ah once in a while I mean, no, I think I think every woman in the right context likes a little bit of spanking. Let's not dive too deep. I'm kidding, okay? Yes. Zofulu, 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 choke me, daddy. No, 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but how did we get to the Nazi sympathizer? Because of the German thing that I said. No, oh, yeah, German thing <laughs> I said. Oh God, what a, what a way of segue. That's nice. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Uh, no, but then. What else? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about some recent current events. What is some current event? Oh, Karaoke is a band, no matter. Supposed to be. Um, the reason is one is one thing. Is it banned or no, is it rumored? No, it's suspended. Suspended. The word I have used is suspended. Their operations are to be suspended. If I remember, I'm going off. You can read the article. I did read the article, but I'm kind of forgetting stuff. One is that some people are saying that one of the reports said that some of the karaoke's are operating a little bit like dry mm. Another one fronting. is yeah, fronting. Another one is that um, hang on, what is that? That most of them do not have licenses to operate as karaoke's. Karaoke's, yeah. Mm. So they are trying to sort that out. Mm. And yesterday I heard an interesting thing. I think it's a rumor. I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but one thing I heard was if you have a karaoke, you must sing while you're sitting down. Oh yeah, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait, how does that? Like, when you sit down, you cannot. <laughs> All bad activities don't happen when you're sitting down. If anything, it makes it more thing. Like you can sit down with your friend and be like, oh, oh, oh. He's like, sir, you're shutting this down. Why? This guy is standing up while singing. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. <laughs> he should sing it while sitting down and being disciplined. But That's how you sing Born to be Wild. What about these guys doing cocaine on the floor? But they're sitting down. They're completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's giving a hand job. Well, no one said we cannot do that too. Mm. As long as it's not for money. While standing up. While standing up. <laughs> <laughs> but what if one's standing up and one's sitting down? The guy standing up will get fined. Yeah, but then the guy who's sitting down is doing. <laughs> who's the see? The guy standing up. <coughs> I'm not doing hand jobs, sir. The cocaine is on his dick. I'm just sniffing it. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Did you do cocaine when you were anything? Oh my god, I'm not supposed to be talking about that. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, so you did? I did. Okay. <laughs> there we go. You just confirmed it by denying yeah, it. Yeah, you could have just said I didn't. It's no, I didn't. I'm not supposed to I'm not talking about that. Oh. My parole officer oh. too. What is this? Okay, you speak up. I tried. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, it's, there's no harm. I mean, I tried LSD ex- when I was in college. Is it so. expensive in Nepal? Was it? Is it hard to uh, get? I didn't actually buy it, but my friends had it. <laughs> is it hard to get? <laughs> I don't know. 
Oof, bless you. No, thank you. Um, kangaroos are just what happens to humans. I think if you have, a, if you have like a somebody who deals and stuff, and if you have a connection, I think you get. You buy miles, all in there. That's basically that's basically in Bhutan also. Yeah. I mean, not like you want to get anything done in Bhutan, you just have somebody who has a connection and you get it done. But I don't think you get cooking in Bhutan though. I don't think I don't, get, I don't think anyone can get cooking because this, this, that shit has to come from the the tropical areas, man. You cannot grow it in India unless it goes into they can come come to here. No, dude, in India we used to get cooking. <laughs> how do you get cooking in India though? No, huh? I think for Pakistan you get. You can get it. I mean, if there is enough people who want it, you can get it. I don't know if we have cooking in Bhutan, but I'm I'm at the same time I'm not going to say I'm not going to be at that thing where it's like no we don't have those things. I'm just like maybe we do, maybe we don't. But maybe the high end people do it all. Maybe, maybe, but in the, in terms of like distributing, I think it'd be very difficult. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to distribute cocaine, maybe or at least a few kilos there, and then how are you going to get bypassed? I mean, not all that cocaine is a really expensive. It's an expensive drug, <clears throat> but it's easily manufactured. You know, like I watched Narco Snow, so they show like I watched another mm. Nat Geo documentary. Yeah, so I watched Breaking Bad. Yes, that's been no. Okay, anyways. So basically, what happens is when they pay like a lot of laborers to like go to the fields and collect those plants yeah, before the then, then when they extract that uh, what do you call into Dari the powder, things. powder more, mm. they first make it into like hard brick, then they break it down, and then they finally get the substance, and then when you finally through all that process which I mentioned, no, it takes about thousand dollars to get one kilo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you get to US, mm-hmm. you can sell it for twenty five thousand dollars. So look at the the jump, no. But when it gets to US, it goes into multiple different channels, so it gets broken down. So each like gram go, gram like gram gram gram, and then it makes you crack cocaine. So it becomes a hundred thousand dollars from that one kilo. You mean like a lot of in the eighties, a lot of these really big rock bands and celebrities, yeah. mm. they literally went bankrupt because they had like thousand dollar a day <clears throat> cocaine habits. Yeah, like a thousand dollars a day. Keith Richards. He, he's still dead then. He's still alive. Oh. And he always says that he's alive because though he did drugs, yeah. he did the really good drugs. <laughs> he didn't buy but the but cheap. He never still, bought the cheap shit. He bought like really expensive. But wouldn't that mess, still mess you up in the long run? Yeah. I mean, look at him now. Oh, he he's, like, he's still not dead though. Look at other people who died. Ozzy Osbourne. Look at Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne did so much drugs. I mean, yeah. the members of Led Zeppelin did so much drugs. <laughs> By the way, shout out. If you want uh, metal shirts, you can get them at Sexy Bhutan. Not metal. No, Led Zeppelin is metal to me. Oh my God. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But, okay, let's see. Let's see if a cook can have, let's say, $1,000 more. Now, how long can that last? These guys are still alive, so which means drugs are not actually the death of you. I mean, Steven Tyler once but, said that he yeah. snorted half a Peru. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I think what you're failing to realize also is that after a certain point, these guys knew to quit. Mm. They knew to give up all of that oh. stuff. Oh, they didn't like o- o- overdo oh. it also. Yeah. They knew when to like, mm, I'm having a good night, let's yeah. not to overdo it. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe. I mean, they're like, they look how long they're living. They're like in their 70s now. No, but then at the same time, I think you also have to take into consideration that because they were such celebrities, right? Mm that even if they were going to overdose, mm. because they are at such a status, mm. healthcare would really fight to keep them alive. Mm. So how did Elvis die? Elvis died on his toilet pot without anyone knowing that he was dead on his toilet pot. Yeah, so these people, these rock yeah, stars the are not going got, to no, catch the lot of, I think he did it alone, right? So, right. Nikki Six, heroin yeah. overdose, Sometimes. died for five minutes. Paramedics <laughs> brought him back. Because um, Nikki Six. Pantera's, uh, Phil Anselm died for five minutes, came back. 
because healthcare again like when you're at a certain i'm not saying that i'm not again saying that that is why but i think that when you are a certain status of celebrity mm-hmm. they will bother now if you came across if if you were an american person and you came across a heroin addict dead on the road mm-hmm. and you came across a celebrity dead on the road mm-hmm. both of them have heroin who are you going to save first it's by nature you will go for the celebrity because they're more well known to you so you don't want to keep them alive so i feel like that's one thing that really aids mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities <clears throat> to, who did a lot of these weird stuff to still be alive and also they're ex- they're really rich so they can really buy that good shit good shit, good shit. <laughs> as keith richard says <laughs> i did, i only did the really expensive drugs <clears throat> who was that artist who just drink like a jack bottle of jack and uh, let me let me motorhead motorhead no yeah so the story is so how did this guy <laughs> so there's a story where they were on tour right not die of like some he no, died he died he died of cancer. cancer he died of horrible horrible what kind of cancer, cancer? Uh, stomach and lung, I think. Yeah, so there's some cigarettes then, remember? No, even your alcohol consumption. So this is the thing, right? So on one of the tour documentaries for Motorhead, mm. Lemmy invites these other two members from this other lesser band because Lemmy's band is the headliner, no? Mm. So he calls these other two, the opening act members, and they are like, oh, Lemmy called us over to have some Jack in his trailer. Oh. He opens a bottle of Jack Daniels, oh. gives them one bottle. Holy takes out another bottle gives the other one one whole bottle and then he opens his own Jack Daniels bottle and starts chugging it that's normal to him yeah Yeah, every day it got to the point where he would drink one bottle of Jack every day and when he had health complications the doctor said you need to stop drinking Jack he took that to mean okay drink wine instead and he drank two bottles of sorry two bottles of vodka every day (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Let me let me man like yeah. dude was like fucking amazing. Mm. What is to be a rock star? Sex drugs and rock and roll. Yes. There's a movie man. Although now it's more like tax no, drugs and rock. Now there's no more rock stars now no more now. Yeah, I think there are. There is the potential There's pop stars. No rock stars. Uh, it might the, be coming back. That's it, it. I think. Um, well, MJK is gonna bring it back <laughs> with his tight jeans and his leopard t-shirt. One thing that and is very pop. scary is that if you look at rock fans, they are very niche. So like they're very gatekeepy. Hmm. So they don't. A lot of the time, they even to this day, like if you look at rock festivals, mm. headlining bands are bands that are like in their seventies now. Mm. Yeah, like Metallica and all are in their 50s you so, know? So, which means there's no like new, so they, new, new they don't encourage even if there are younger bands that come out people just don't want to accept newer the fans yeah, yeah the mm. fans not just the fans but even the promoters because they're not even giving those younger bands that chance okay so let's give it a chance what are, what are your guys like uh, favorite or no, not favorite but like some bands you've been listening to which are new they're new. I haven't listened to a lot of new music in a while. How Manskin? Yeah, have you heard of Manskin? Mainskin. Mainskin is a Manskin. I don't know. Manskin. Mm-hmm. But it's, they're kind of poppy, you know? Yeah. They're kind of poppy, you know? They're kind of poppy, but I don't mind them. They've got a female bass player, which is a big plus for me. Nine is Superman. I forgot song called. Listening to the King Gizzard or something. King Gizzard, yeah. Ghost is one of the newer bands. I mean, like, they're still sometime from the late 90s. But they do a lot of weird, like, nice occult, like, uh, Cult rock. 
Gold rock. What's gold rock? A gold rock. Oh, gold. Like very dark. Okay. They literally come on stage dressed as ghouls, and the main singer dresses like the anti-pope. Mm. So he comes in with like a skull mask. He's got oh, like the like, pope. Like Slipknot kind of like, stuff. No, but no, like yeah, yeah, like that. And he's got like the pope hat, and then he comes with a scepter which has an upside down cross on it. Basically, very theatrical. No? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's very really nice. Very occult. So, but like, like, I think like it's been like ten years since like this kind of has been in the mainstream. No, because even at least like ten years ago, <coughs> pop rock was at least still popular. But now pop rock also is not even there. But I think pop rock might return, but not hard rock. No, because I used to at least like even even though I wasn't really into rock, I at least I could know like five like good rock bands at least of our current time. But now I cannot say the same. No, so rock I feel like it's slowly it's hit its what it call slide. Uh, yeah, the wrong end of the curve more. Mm, I would agree there. Maybe that way. Right now, like now. I mean, it has taken so many different forms, so mm. you know, you can't actually classify But then it's again, it's like so. Like there, so okay. While you hold on to the thought, yeah. So you guys are guys who listen to rock more. Is your preferred genre, if I'm not mistaken? If we just yeah. say it's wrong. Okay. Sure. So what do you listen to on on the daily basis? Old shit or new shit? Mixture of both. Okay. I've, I've been listening to a lot of Japanese Japanese Japanese, Japanese, Japanese like a uh, rock um, there is one that Utsav introduced me to Scandal an all girl rock band from Japan oh. they're so good they sing in Japanese they sing in Japanese all girl mm. like drummer guitarist bassist mm. uh, singer <coughs> all of them mm-hmm. girls then <clears throat> there's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas which I really like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas yeah they're a techno core Japanese rock band I wouldn't you, I can't describe their genre but it's if I can just play a small snippet, maybe you'll get out. Copyright. Oh, come on. <laughs> Copyright, Luca. Uh, just Google Fear and Loathing yeah. in Las Vegas and ignore all the ones that have Johnny Depp in it. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you see like Japanese guys on stage, that's the one. <laughs> if you're into rocking, you rock shit. So you listen to this kind of new stuff. Yeah. Then uh, I think um, I wouldn't say if they're new, new, but King Giant is nice. Okay. King Giant's like very stoner, very like very like Doom. slow doomish. But I again at the same time I think why one reason why so many rock bands why rock fans love the older bands is because they still hold up. Like I can listen to like Black Sabbath's first album yeah. that came out all the way in the nineties. We can see that for any genre they can like Exactly no, but then but then what I'm trying to say is with the rock you see this continuous thing where the legends are still like I mean think about it, in the last few years so many pop stars have popped up yeah. and so many of them have just like gone out, gone away, right? Yeah. Like they've had their peak and then they've gone out. Yeah. But with rock, it stayed. Like whatever came in the 70s, that legacy has remained, you know? Like, like people uh, still listen to see, the Beatles see. with so much yeah. love and gusto. Well, let's say like R&B <clears throat> and Virgin, Whitney Houston, people still yeah, Whitney, listen to Yeah, that's what, it's all Mariah the legacy. Yeah, it's these legacy. These are, these are still pop, I'm saying. Yeah. It can happen in any genre, like, not yeah, just rock. They're older pop. They're, the older pop, but new pop also is, is popular. I, I old like pop new, is also popular. I, I don't mind new I, music. I, I, I don't listen to much new stuff. I like some new so. stuff. Like I, I sometimes I'll just go on Spotify and I'll just like switch on the daily top forty pop yeah, playlist yeah. and just listen to that. Like some of the new rap stuff is really nice. Oh. Um, this what's his name? Jayco. Is it Jayco? Yeah. yeah, like I like his stuff. And but he's not really mainstream. Mainstream. He's more of anti-mainstream. Mainstream. Mm. No, but then like. I think with, with with a lot of the music before the 90s, they've stuck around. Even, like you said, Whitney Houston, it's wrong to assume it's only rock. I think it's any artist 
above a certain era, era has stood the test of time like they're still like it's like how Elvis is still so popular despite this guy being like in the 50s or but nowadays today you don't see but then at the same time this there's this argument that can be made that maybe because fans not just of rock and but fans in general they don't give the new artist that chance to become the next Elvis to become the next Whitney Houston to become the next queen because everyone is so thing about holding on to what they like right mm. Mm. that's what take mm. you can you can take from that <laughs> no because like I was watching this video on this there's this channel called punk rock NBA mm. and he talks a lot about how like new rock isn't getting a chance because of how vehemently old like how even mm. the younger kids today still, still listen to old stuff like I met kids one of the most I think like to me like when I meet like I recently two years ago I think I met this That's kid That's not recent at all Let's talk about that in terms of time whatever It doesn't <laughs> It is recent I mean if people say oh we're recently you know um, Bhutan opened some people actually say Bhutan opened its doors very recently I'm like 1970 <laughs> what the fuck 98 72 okay 62 right 62 is no anyway um, <laughs> Back to we the... are bad Bhutanese for not knowing our own history mm. but um so I met this kid who listened to Alice in Chains and this kid's like born in the late 2000s okay. and to listen to a band that's like way before his time mm-hmm. right? and then you notice that a lot with young rock fans is that they don't <clears throat> their introduction to rock is always the older stuff you don't see young people mm. who listen to rock be like oh like those who really like rock and roll, like they are not like, oh, you know, I heard this new band. It's more like, oh, my uncle turned me on. So, to so, so, so you see, this is what's happening now, yeah. What about for you? Who was for me, the, that was the same thing. See, because old my bands? my yeah. brothers, my cousins would be like, they listen to, the old to shit. Pink Floyd, listen to ACDC, listen mm. to Guns N' Roses, and that's and my own mom. I grew up listening to Dire Straits, The Police, mm. uh, Pat Benatar, those artists. So again, it goes. It's your int- who introduces you to it. Okay. But for That's me, when I was growing up, I was into pop rock. And it was all local shit, new shit. Like, like boys, like girls, some forty one, think one. Oh, that's like the pop pop punk era. Pop punk era. Yeah, pop punk. That era of pop punk is really fun. Bowling for soup is. Bowling I've been for soup. To so much bowling for soup. Bowling for soup. Then good there was Charlotte. some domain. Good good boys Charlotte. like girls. Good Charlotte. Uh, simple plan. Simple plan. Mm-hmm. Some forty one. So sad to see them now. They're all in their forties and fifties. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You are the young guys. You guys are the young ones. Yeah. Shit. Hey, do you see how bowling for soup look like? Oh my god, they all look like uncles and dads now. You know? <laughs> oh, but they still got my the voice. God. That that guy who plays the really chubby dude who plays the guitar is still like oh. ブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルーブルー
actual version of what's that song? They paved paradise to put up a parking lot. Uh, Yellow Taxi. Yellow Taxi. Yeah. So she sang the original version. I never Counting knew. Counting Crows sang it, no? No. Counting Crows did a cover. No. Everyone knows the Counting Crows version. No, no, no. It was only recently I found out that Joni Mitchell did the actual, and her version is so nice. Fleetwood mm. Mac. Oh, yeah. Very good band. I've been listening to a lot of Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, like mm. older outlaw countries. Oh, countries. I had one friend in college who's listened to Johnny Cash. Crosby, Stills and Nash. Oh, yeah. Neil's one. That, 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 that band's name just keeps getting longer. Crosby, Stills and Nash and, and Young. Young. <laughs> <laughs> Each time they add a new member and... Oh, that's how it works. There's also one, something called Lake. Greg Lake and some, something Lake is there. So I forgot the band's name. And I watched the movie Elvis recently. I have I need to watch it. It's okay. It's not really great, but it gives a little bit more of a theater, a kind of like a theater experience. There's a lot of like lights and movement, mm. pretty colors. Theatrical. Very theatric, yeah. mm. rather than a story narrative based. Mm. So, and, and they, we see how Elvis key rise, yeah. you know, and it's about his manager who basically saw that he was going to like carnival shows with his act. Then they spot Elvis and he realized like, this is the old and he's going to die out soon. So mm-hmm. I have to jump to Elvis now because this is the shit right now mm-hmm. and it's going to take off. So, so that's what he realized about it. I think that's what's happening with Rock, I feel. Because mm-hmm. now Rock is like, this is the part where we jump ship in terms of at least commercially. Mm-hmm. Because the, the fans, which will be the fans, will still be fans, but it'll be dead in 10 years, okay? And that, that's how I feel like it's jumping ship. Like, same like Westerns, no, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They don't make Westerns anymore because before, like in the 60s, they used to be the high, very popular. That they used to keep making Western movies. But now that also has to change. Spaghetti so, Westerns. You mean Spaghetti Westerns? What is the Quick and the Dead, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly? No. That's a classic. Uh, the Man Without a Name. The Man Without a Name. What's the one that Shole. John Wayne, John Wayne? Surely. <laughs> but that's an, that's an Indian Western. That's a really good Western. Yeah. What's the one with John Wayne? Yeah, I forgot the movie. John Wayne. The Man Who Came to Town, no? The man who came. The stranger. Or Cheetah. I haven't watched John Wayne. <laughs> I forgot Wayne. the movie that John Wayne. Uh, I I I've never watched any movie of John Wayne, but in Hollywood, compared in LA, I know how it sounds. I know how he talks. Like hello there. Hello there, pilgrim. You ain't gonna get on me now. Something like that. I talk like. You know that iconic look that the Cowboys give. You know that. Clint Eastwood used to do mm. that. Right? It's because you're when you were filming. Oh. They wear hats, right? Oh. Mm. So it covers the eyes. Oh. So it covers because then in the camera you couldn't catch it. So they used to take the reflector mm. and shine the light into the Directly. thing. So because of that, he had to go like, <laughs> he had to squint, and then that that's how that iconic look became like. Mm. <laughs> it just oh. came like squinting because the light was right in his eye. Looks cool. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you remember when we went to film Bomilakram and Zoom? You had to do the, oh, you yeah. had to hold the filter, <laughs> the light reflector. is <laughs> <It's> just like. <laughs> Yeah. And then at yeah. one point, Solly's like, we need wind. Ujjal and Ujjal just... <laughs> with this giant reflector. <laughs> like, basically... Yeah. You remember that I was, uh, smoked up like the... Oh, that was a funny... We, we didn't have a fog machine, right? Yeah. So, so Solly actually... Oh, Solly and, Oh, man. He asked me to like blow up smoke and like... Build, no, like, first he said, Ujjal, get all the dry grass. After Ujjal gets all the dry grass and puts it in and starts to burn it, Solly goes, Oh shit, I forgot to tell you, this is where the dog's shit. So he's in dog shit. So he's like, <laughs> dog shit on his head. And the smoke in the video dog is shit, on yeah. dog shit. <laughs> all the time, Solly's like, Can you don't scrunch your nose like that? I'm like, God, it's still there. <laughs> it was a music video, yeah. Yeah, man. Shit all over my pants, my hands. Yeah, the pants were not the dogs, though, was it? 
No. Oh, that dude. <laughs> no, it was Did not. Even in, no. no oh. <laughs> Speaking of bands in Australia, um, did you go to watch any shows in Australia? Dude, you were there. Like, so many bands would have toured. Yeah. I mean, and then I was finally getting well. COVID hit, so I couldn't go much. Oh. But I mean, I should have actually I I, watched. A friend of mine who I shall not name, she love she knew that I loved Lamb of God mm. and as a gift she bought me a VIP ticket to a Lamb of God concert in Adelaide Adelaide Australia. So how would you get there then? I could not go I might my visa got denied so you tried to like fly to, to, to yeah visa. she was like I will do everything Kinley. you just go this is a VIP ticket it's like meet and greet you can actually go backstage and meet the guys yeah and then I was like and then I couldn't go and I had to give it to my cousin who's there and then her husband sends me a picture of him standing in front of all the band and I'm like you asshole that should have been me he's like I don't know I'm just here because Kyung yeah but then he sent me like a postcard yeah. which all of them had signed for you yeah <laughs> it's, nice. like, it's like in my house it was a similar That's experience a when I was in college I wanted to go watch Russell Peters. No, so there was a radio show mm-hmm. where they were giving VIP front row. Yeah. If you could answer no, questions. No, if you could make a video and if you could get the most likes and you tag something. No. So uh-huh. I made a joke with Russell Peters about that. You know, like 30, 4, 50. You know that joke? <clears throat> like, how much does this cost? Like, $35. Like, can I get discount? Okay, one minute. Say. 34. 34. 50. That's 50 cents. It's 50 cents. A lot of money. You get 50 cents here. You take another 50 cents. You get one dollar. So when you go to the dollar store. You go to the dollar store. You buy something nice for your wife. You say, hey, be a man. What joke about that? No. Yeah. So I made that video. And it got, did quite well with the hashtag. No. Especially like, since you looked Asian as fuck. Yeah, I looked Asian as fuck. I, I did the whole impression. No. So I got around like maybe 200 likes. Mm-hmm. Not that money, but the other people who participate in the competition, they weren't getting that much. But I, I, I got contacted by this thing, uh, radio show. They say I'm in the top three running. Okay, so we'll, we'll know tomorrow. I was so excited. Then next morning, I got a call. I didn't pick up, and then I didn't get the ticket. I think I either would have gotten a ticket or I would have gotten calls saying I, you didn't, didn't get, get a ticket. I don't know. But then I missed this call, so now I'll never know. I went to watch the show, and so I was like, oh shit, if I could only know. But I was in the show, I was in high stand, Raspito was there, I was the like, whole show like that. Ha 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 after the show ten <laughs> But at least I got my dream, I watched watched Russell Peter's life. And it was a good experience. He still he still performs well mm. in uh, life. So you really didn't go to any shows? Not even no, like guys. Like, but how's the local music scene then? Yeah, pretty like, good. Canberra local music scene, pretty good. I worked in a live music menu bar. <laughs> so oh. Yeah. Similar, like it was, it used to be a bookshop, but then it got turned into a live music venue bar. Kind of, kind of disappointed that a lot of our Bhutanese who are down there who are actually very good musicians. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they doing the dive bar scene also? Like, I mean, yeah, you can work, I understand you're busy, but play a few little bit. Like, Darpan's there, Darpan's such an amazing bassist. Kiliti is there, yeah. guitarist. Oh, Paksha is there. Kala used to be there, Kala's back here now. But these are all like really good. Musician Lakma is doing a punk rock project there, which is cool. Maybe they don't know much scenes here and there. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But yeah, it was fun. Local bands were pretty good. They had this one uh, kids kids band, high school, like just finished high school, like 17, 16. Mm-hmm. Like great, like full on rock and roll, metal, uh, psychedelic rock. Oh. And then the guy looked like uh, a rock star. Yeah. Long blonde hair. Mm. Oh, this kind of like kind of looked like Robert Plant, but had a guitar, a Jackson guitar. <laughs> mm. 
And girls, oh my god. Wieder nie da. Der da sitzt ein heiß guter Geist, ist ein bisschen beleuchtet. You weird fucks. Yeah, he makes us want him more. And he's, and he's, uh, he's not allowed to drink, but his mom was like buying him beer and stuff. His mom was buying you beer? No, but mom's buying him beer. But buying the kid. Oh, yeah. mom. But he was like 17. But That's a cool mom. Sorry. Cool mom. Go on. Have it. I mean, the first time I got drunk, I had to uh, hide with my cousins and we drank really cheap wine and I pissed out of the window. <laughs> got that drunk, I just peed out the window. <laughs> I did that once, so I did peed I out, out the window. window. I don't think I have. Well, I, I, I have vomited out the window. I, I hope you do. I think that's the most sensible thing to do when you're going to feel when you feel vomit, you vomit out the window. Yeah. Just make sure no one's no, passing no, by. No, no. Not, not in flat area where come on and someone has to wake up and go oh, look at that. If, it, if it's piss, it'll dry. If it's vomit, yeah, I know. The if it's vomit, morning, someone will eat. Kill this house. <laughs> I have a really funny puke story. Please go on. Um, oh, so I'm gonna tell them your drunk story with me too. I'll tell him he, 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 I have a drunk story with the Jalos. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have good drunk stories with the Jalos. Let's, 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 let's tell the story. And we'll wrap up the boss. So it was um, my cousin's the Millie's. It was his opening night, mm-hmm. and um, so we were all just there, and then you know unlimited booze and stuff. So I started drinking. Oh. I God knows how much I drank. I like drank beers, wine, whiskeys, Bailey's shots, everything. Mm-hmm. So it all got mixed up. And I went into the smoking room and I had some, okay. you know, and then I came back. That's when I started feeling it. So just on the table like this. Yeah. And every time before I puked, I just said, and then I started puking. Oh, that's <laughs> And then uh, my cousins and everybody and my brother and all, they wiped the puke. And again, I'll puke. They cleaned it again. Uh, yeah. I puked. They cleaned it again. Anyways, so be- while going home, Utsav gave me a plastic bag. Oh. So he said, you know, if you want to puke, puke in this. Do not puke in my car. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then the whole car ride I slept and then I reached home and then he's like, okay, bye, let's go. Got you. And then got out of the car while I was walking up, suddenly feel the puke coming out, right? So I just puked it in the back. And then I looked at my brother and my brother said, what are you going to do with that? And then you know how you walk up the staircase and then there's a gap and then there's like a couple of windows. Yeah, yeah, the first landing, the landing, the first landing. No, the flat gear. I just threw it out. (laughs) There was a Hilux now. (laughs) Windscreen. (laughs) You know what I would like to think? That guy who, the next day, the guy who went to the... You found that out later or on that moment? No, no, I mean, I I realized like at that moment that I just threw the puke out and my brother is like, what did you, what did you do? And then he's like, he kept on laughing, laughing. Like one of them were laughing because we were all drunk. And then he told him, go and sleep it off. We'll see what happens in the morning. So I woke up around nine o'clock. <laughs> the first thing that came in my mind was the beer thing. So I went outside. My brother was already there. And then we just looked out the window. And then the puke is there. Plastic. Yeah. And then nobody had come and cleaned it yet. We had to still figure out whose car it was, right? What are you going to do? I threw a bag of puke in your car. And then later on, we realized it was one of the Rinpoches that stayed down. <laughs> so hard. Uh, uh, from my building, and then he just cleaned it off. 
What's your drunk story with him, sir? No, once we were hanging out and it was also like 3, 4 a.m. I wanted to go home. He said, I'll drop with y'all first. Okay, we had you, me, Isha, and what was with Abila, I think. Mm, yeah. I dropped there. Then this guy had a bright idea. Guys, I have the best spot <coughs> ever. Listen. I said, okay, Uja, next time. Please. Right now, it's like it's okay. 3 a.m., okay? I want to go home very tired. No, no, no. Come, you'll never see anything like this. <laughs> Selling it, man. That's, it's okay, it's okay. Here's a cigarette smoke, no, then you go. You went outside, no, he's push, pulling it, pulling, go one by one. Okay, okay, okay now, finally convinced, okay. Went there, takes us to a thing, like how the place where probably six boys were lost, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I was convinced. I was convinced. He took us to he was gonna murder us. But anyways, it wasn't that not that bad, but finally it was not 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 bad spot. But for sure he's he's murdered like two, three victims. For sure. My god down this stream of the he said, I come here when I'm feeling you know with nature. Also, this, this nature thing is a reoccurring theme. It's a reoccurring theme with him when he's drunk, huh? <laughs> and he likes to drag people with him to go on walks for some reason. So yeah, yeah. So that was my like mild, mild story. So uh, what we learned today is Uja likes nature and he shouldn't drink, drink When he too drinks much. beer, he holds his beer like this. <laughs> It'll be like I'm like Uja. Why are you holding it like, like an old lady holding a cup of tea in the dead of winter? <laughs> I just, I just like to drink it like this. <laughs> He's true, but Milliways was such a cool bar. Mm. The owner himself would not be at the bar. He'd be playing music and he'd be like, "Hey, I took a beer, hey." And like, huh? <laughs> and then we just like take the beer, take up the cash, put it in the register. <laughs> that's how. That's how it ran, we ran out of business, you know. Uh, I think it ran out of business because a lot of people did pay our bunk here. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't. He was least bothered with this chap here. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think after I went away. <laughs> oh no 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 let's not make this about <laughs> and with that it comes to an end of this episode nah, I think yes. he just ran his course plus I think he wanted to do something different yeah okay Ujjal thank you for coming and sharing some small insight into the lives of Aust- Bhutanese in Australia and also the lives of men who have dislocated dicks and apparently <laughs> yeah. love to be in nature when they're drunk yes and lots yeah of, lots of drunk stories anything you want to share with the world you can let us you can, this is your time this is your moment just be you you know <laughs> there you go. if you want to, if you want to see Ujjal in the flesh he usually hangs around strolling awkwardly in Mojo Park with uh, two hands on his beer talking about how great nature is mm-hmm. and that's about it see you all usually he's talking to no one <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see her what? no and with that, uh, yeah, uh, do like and subscribe. Yeah. We're trying to get to 2,000 likes for Junor. Um, go to Sexy if you like metal and rock shirts. They've got a few new ones that have come really good quality. And yeah, until Cypod 30, thank you for being with us, Ujjal. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thank you so much. Now we will have you. <laughs> <laughs> oh!